I don't believe I'm better than anybody else, even though the political system that I'm in thinks that some of the people are better than me. And but I don't, you know, I don't fight the system. I want to. Oh my God, girl. <laughs> girl, I want to really fight the system. Hello, everybody. You're listening to Chatting with Candace. I'm your host, Candace Horback. Before we get started on this week's episode, if you want to support the podcast, you can go to chattingwithcandice.com. From there, you can sign up for our Patreon account where you get early access to episodes, shout outs, and eventually some live AMAs. You can also click that little link that says buy me coffee. Both things help me out a ton. Every dollar counts, especially because I'm just getting started. You've been busy. Bro, please. <laughs> where do you find the time i you know what i don't know uh, i just make the time uh, i mean i used to um like i've been i've been doing this for like 10 years i think now and um i was just thinking right right before you connected um i haven't been given hmm, how do i say this I haven't really been given the opportunity that a whole lot of others have been even, that have been given. Mm. So I have to work a whole lot harder. And but but when you say that to the conservative movement and whatnot, they don't want to hear. Oh, no, 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 we, we all need we all need to be uh, on the same ship in the same direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that, but when I put out something, you rarely ever say anything. When somebody else puts out the same thing I just did, they're getting thousands and thousands of retweets. You know why is that? Do you think? Is it just like who's buddy buddy with certain people, or it's give clicked. me the scoop? It's many clicks. Mm-hmm. It's many clicks. And um, I know when I left the Democratic Party in 2007. So when I when I left the Democratic Party, I saw many clicks, but I told myself I'm not getting in the clicks. Because when, once you get in the clicks, um, you know, you, you have your bad clicks and then you have your worst clicks. They're never really any good clicks because these groups always think that they're a, a, a little bit better than the other person and stuff. So, you know, they're, they're gossip groups and rumor groups. And I didn't, I didn't want to get into all that, you know, plus, plus my girls were um, uh, babies at the time. And I just wanted to stick to what I needed to do, try to get the information out and try to be as honest as I could. And some people can take it. Some people can't take it. So, so I didn't know that you were in the Democratic Party. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So, how, what created that shift? So, I think what's interesting about that is people think that once you have some kind of belief system, you have to be there permanently. You're not allowed to change your mind or um, constantly like reevaluate any mm-hmm. issues. So, what led you there? You know, I was a Hillary Clinton supporter back in 2007. Okay. And because I didn't, I didn't like Bush. I, you know, George George W. Bush, yeah. Um, so I figured if Herbert, if Clinton 
if Bill Clinton could come in and fix what Daddy Bush messed up, I felt Hillary with Bill going into the White House at the same time, I felt they could fix what Bush had did with the Iraq with the Iraq situation mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Okay. So during the during that campaign season, the media got all la di da and yada yada and kumbaya with Barack Obama. I didn't know that much about Barack Obama. I didn't know. So, but just because he was a black candidate, I didn't move my allegiance over to him. I just stuck with Hillary. But I kept noticing the way that they covered Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton seemed like everything that they had to say was framed in a racist way from the media, which kind of pissed me off because I was like, wait a minute, they didn't do that. But that's the way that it was getting pushed out and people, people were believing it and people were falling in love with Barack Obama and, but you can't, but you couldn't ask him questions. You couldn't ask him any type of questions. I remember there was one time when um, they were up in New Hampshire and, um, Bill Clinton was asking the people up there, or he made a statement. He was like, uh, Barack Obama said he was for the war before he was against it. He he was for the war. He put it on his website. And then when he started running for president, he took it off. And the media is not saying anything about it. This is the biggest fairy tale I've ever seen in my life. And the media cut all that extra stuff out. And then they just use, this is the biggest fairy tale that they're and then they said, yeah, um, Bill Clinton is saying that a black man can't run for president. It's the biggest fairy tale. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Where did that come from? And when they got to South Carolina, right after New Hampshire, South Carolina, um, they asked Bill Clinton. It was a setup question. I know. I know. Said, um, what do you think about uh, Barack Obama's chances in South Carolina? And Bill Clinton said, well, Jesse Jackson went South Carolina. Oh my God, it's racist answer. Over. I was like, you know what? I see what's going on. I see what's happening. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. But even though I left the Democratic Party, I never. Well, I haven't. I haven't signed up for the Republican Party because there's a whole lot wrong with their leadership. Serving in the military, I support the American people. Mm-hmm. I despise congressional leadership because of what they've done in trying to separate us on a regular basis. They mm-hmm. separate us all the time. The laws separate us that they create uh, rich, poor, black, white, um, gender, this, that. They do that and then because the laws don't touch them. And but it has us scratching and clawing and crabbing at each other. And yeah. Yeah. So I didn't join the Republican party, but I vote for, I voted for a Republican candidate because I thought the Republican can't, I mean, I I wasn't going to vote for Democrat candidates. So I had to vote for something. Um, And I thought that, you know, maybe the Republican candidates might be able to get in and actually follow what their what their um what's it called um their values their 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 you know their 
little wall of rules, mm -hmm. whatever that's called. But they usually don't. They usually don't. It's just a wall of rules. Mm -hmm. It's just a wall of things that we that we believe in, but we're not going to believe it. So you know. Yeah, I've um, I was just listening to Simon Sinek talk about the military. He does a lot of work with them. And then he also works with corporate America. And what he said that he loves about the military is that he's never hugged more people. He's never cried with more people. And there's this sense of like brotherhood and community. And it's not our ideas have to be exactly aligned. Like it's so much right. bigger and deeper than that. And it's a lot harder to divide them. Like it's a family unit um, where outside of that, it's like, well, what do you think on this t subject? What do you think on this mm -hmm. subject? Who did you vote for? Like, can I trust you? And it's, that's so superficial. Yeah. So I think that's like one, one of the many beautiful things about the military. Would you say, um, because obviously that's like a that's a very dangerous task to sign up for. I feel like there's a lot of courage that has to be instilled in a person to to you know um, volunteer for their community or their country, mm -hmm. and then coming out as like a political commentator and sharing your opinions like that's also takes a certain level of courage and bravery in today's world. It's it's a different kind of bravery, but it's still bravery. Mm -hmm. So when did you? I guess, when did you decide to take this path on becoming like a political commentator, radio host, uh, opinion sharer, and did the military kind of help you with that? Or was, is that like a, are you wired this way? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Um, I got out of the military in 97. And I really didn't get into this until 2007 well 2007 is when i changed parties but i really didn't get super active until maybe 2011 2012 um and that's when i sort of hit my peak i i guess I, you know whatever um somebody asked me because i had been on Sean Hannity's radio show, and I've been on a couple of the TV shows to express my opinion about certain things. Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody came to me and they were like, let me produce the Wayne Debris show. Oh, great. All right. Um, and um, we'll just do three hours. Three hours. Really? Jeez. Yeah, that's intense. That's a lot. <laughs> but, but, you know, they were like, well, you know, we got the commercials. And I said, okay, all right, all right, all right. Let's do it. And we, start, and we started off with that. And uh, I got more time on TV and I got more time on the radio side. But like I said before, when trying to get into other radio networks, they had their groups so they wouldn't let anybody else in. Mm. They wouldn't let anybody else in. And there were so many voices out there. And I know before I even started, again, it, it wasn't the military. I just just came on. I think the Trayvon Martin thing was the one that the Trayvon Martin situation was the one that kind of uh, started everything for me because I saw it a little bit differently. Um where the Democrats are saying, yeah, um, the guy hunted him down like a dog. But 
I was looking at, okay, so how did he, how did he get to that place? What did he do to get into that situation? That's, you know, that's, that's the difference between me and some other people. I, I try to find out, okay, if the police beat him up, what was he doing to the police before they, you know, what happened? Uh, so these other networks wasn't letting me in, even though people knew me, they weren't letting me in. So I created my own, mm-hmm. I created my own, I created my own radio network. I was using my 401k. That's when I was working in corporate America. I used my own 401k. I had, uh, I, I brought in like maybe 25, 26 shows, different shows. I used my social media to promote those shows. And um, the network was called We Are America Radio. So if you if you use the the first letter of, his, of each of those words is war. We are America Radio, war. And, you know, people are like, oh, my God, that man, it's cool, it's cool. Um, I don't know if you remember Live 365, but Live 365 used to uh, do podcasts and all that stuff. We became the number one political radio network on Live 365. And things just took off after that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you get into the age of gaslighting and when you get into the age of uh, your meat butchers, uh, people don't want to hear what's going to sustain them. They just, so individuals like me and others they push us off to the side and then they take the next best thing, you know, for that season. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's gotta be very difficult, but I think we're in such a cool place where you see these independent, like media, I guess you can say company, but sometimes it's like a really small group of people, right? And they're getting way more listens, way more eyeballs than these mega networks that used to be our staples. So I think it's Mm -hmm. really cool that, you, if you're determined enough, you can kind of create the audience and be powerful. And I I love what you're saying about like, you're for the American people, because I hate, I hate the two party system. I really do. Like I I always say I'm like politically homeless. Like I don't belong anywhere. And it's so interesting to me, like humans are, we're so complicated. Everyone is so complicated. We have our life story that has created our view of the world. And no two are the same. So to think that there's just two buckets buckets, and you have to agree down the line for yeah. them to welcome you with open arms is a little ridiculous to me. And it's like, I feel like we should look at every topic individually and then assess mm-hmm. that. And just because maybe you're pro-gun doesn't mean that you're also religious, right? Like, why? how are those connected? So I hate that we're in such That's a place. Hmm? Right. No, guns and bullets. I just, I hate that we're in such a place that it's like, it's just so polarizing. And we came to a place that like friends are not friends anymore and married couples are having problems. And it's like, it's so, there's so much more than these, these just topics, right? Like why, why do you believe the things that you believe? Because those are interesting questions, right? Like, why is it that? you are pro second amendment we talk about that mm-hmm. why is it that you're pro free speech or anti-censorship or anti-government or anti-big corp right like there's like your life story behind that 
if that makes sense. No, it does. It does. Um, and it was crazy. I was raised up in church. My father was a pastor. My mom was Sunday school superintendent. So all I knew was church. Mm-hmm. All I knew was the Bible. All I knew is what I was being told. Mm-hmm. All I all I knew is that if you didn't accept Jesus Christ, you were going to hell. Didn't matter who you were. If you didn't accept Jesus Christ, you were going to hell. That's it. that's it. When I went to the military, and I was on my own, I learned so much about everything else. I was like, wait a minute. Because because when I was younger, people used to go around witnessing the people to try to bring them to Jesus Christ. You know, read this, read that. Let me sit down and talk to you. Okay. But when I went to the military, I started talking to people of different religions, learning what they believe. I came to the realization, I was like, I can't force what I believe on that person. Because what that person believes, they probably think it's it's true for them. Mm-hmm. What makes me the know-it-all over what they already know and what, you know, so that's where I am. That's where I am politically right now. Mm-hmm. I don't try to force what I believe on somebody else. I let, I do more listening now. Then I probably, well, actually, I've learned to listen. (laughs) (laughs) I've learned to listen in all facets of life, relationships, political, everything. So what I'm trying to say is I don't believe I'm better than anybody else, even though the political system that I'm in thinks that some of the people are better than me. And, but I don't, you know, I don't fight the system. I want to, Oh my God, girl, (laughs) girl, I want to really fight the system, but you know, I'm like, whatever, you know, these people, they think they know it all. And that's what, that's why I keep losing elections because they think that they know it all. Mm-hmm. And they don't spend any time talking to anybody or listening to anybody. Mm-hmm. They, you know, I'm rich. I've, I've, I've done all this. I've, I've accumulated all this. I know how to do. But if you haven't lived or you don't know what that person's condition is, you can't bring them up on your level. And even you know, even if you bring them up, even if you bring them up on your level, and they haven't came up the same way you did. It's, it's not going to affect them the same way. You bring them to the top of the mountain and they get up there and they see it. And all of a sudden they're going to roll right back down because they don't have the sustaining power that you got to get up there. So mm-hmm. I, I've become a whole lot smart in my older age. That's, that's probably what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's just realizing that you don't know everything. I think there is a lot of... Right a lot of just wisdom in that and not knowing and not making assumptions and not thinking that you are the absolute barometer of what is good and what is bad and what is evil and what is true and all of these things. There's a lot of gray in human existence and no one wants to acknowledge that. It's like these things are just like the holy grail and you are not allowed to question that. And that's 
again, with the with the politically homeless thing, it's so funny because like I had tweeted some things um, earlier in 2020 and it got like a lot of more like conservative people that started following me. And they'll follow me and they'll like DM me, but they're like, well, I can't talk to you though, because you did porn. And I'm like, so this one thing undoes my humanity, essentially. I'm no longer a person to these people. And I'm like, that's just so interesting because it's weird. I feel like traditionally speaking, at least like the conservatives, everyone's like, how can you agree with anything that they say when you, when you're in that line of work, because most of them tend to be religious and then therefore, um, kind of cast down what you do. And I was like, well, that's true. But also I feel like they're, they tend to be like less regulatory. So it's like, these companies are super left, right? Like Instagram and Twitter, like they skew hard left, but yet they're the ones that are deplatforming a lot of people like myself, but they're also the people that are like sex work. Did you get deplatformed? I'm not yet. No, okay. I'm very yeah. careful. <laughs> I am too. I am too. I, uh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm like, I read those terms of service <laughs> with a magnifying <laughs> glass because it's like, if you do feel like you have some kind of message you're trying to get out there, it yeah. it's ego that gets you kicked off. It's like, well, I'm going to stick it to the man there and prove go. that this there is my freedom to do yep. something. And then I get kicked off and then I, I start crying about it. Well, it's start like, whining. Yep. Right. Yep. So there's yep. always That's a way, happening. there's always a way you can get your message across without being so combative, without breaking there the rules. Go. Um, yep. There's always ways, but mm. yeah. So you see these girls getting kicked off. Mostly it's like Instagram. Like they're the ones that go really heavy with it. Um, mm. And again, they skew heavily, heavily left. And then you surprisingly get the conservatives that are like, well, although I don't agree with that, I don't think that it's anyone's rule, like um, obligation to deplatform these people or to take away their livelihoods. And I feel like that's such a paradox. Like no one really saw that coming. Um have you like seen what's happening with with Pornhub, all of that that drama? I saw that story. Well, no, I saw the story with the um, with the credit card mm -hmm. thing. I really didn't go deep into the story, but I saw the credit card thing. Not accepting Mastercard or something. Or Visa, yeah. So Visa and Mastercard. So not accepting out. either one of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, both of them pulled out. And that was because like this one activist group got really loud. And again, it's complicated. Humans are complicated. So there were some really um, troubling like videos that got leaked and, you know, illegal, like abusive, all of that, all of that stuff. But oh. that stuff's also on Facebook, right? So that exists oh, there. Yeah. Um, and yeah. You can I mean, still yeah. Use the, your credit the, yeah, card the there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so if they aren't accepting those cards, how do they stay afloat? Or is that what they're trying to do? They're trying to choke them out. Mm -hmm. I think and, so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's, it's kind of like forcing them to shut down. And I mean, meanwhile, there's still like a, a ton of tube sites. So I was just curious if you were following it and like what your opinions were on it. I knew about it. I, yeah. I, yeah. 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 I, <laughs> it's not too yeah, far from what it. happened with Parler, right? It's like, we have this group of people that disagree with your platform, not necessarily with the right. content, but with your right. platform platform and we're going to take it down. So same things happen with Telegram right now too. Mm, um, is it? Google and Android are being sued by a watchdog group because 
they the moderation isn't happening on Telegram like it wasn't happening on Parler. So they are suing Android and Apple because they won't take Telegram out of their store. Yeah. Hmm. I saw that yesterday. Oh, that's so interesting. So I guess who is in favor of these things? So with the the Pornhub thing is, again, it's so complicated because I'm not – I'm not a fan of um, free explicit content. I think that there should always be a, a paywall. And I think that mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you are allowing people to upload certain material, that that needs to be verified. I think this should have happened a long time ago just to protect the people that are most vulnerable. Um, and then when it comes to parlor, again, it's like as long as no one's actually, you know, inciting actual violence, I don't see an issue. Right. Um, but you get these people that are just in, in support of shutting down these billion-dollar companies. Billion-dollar companies can disappear overnight mm-hmm. because a small group of people have a problem with your your ecosystem, if you will. Yep. Um, yep. That seems that's really how, un-American to me. Well, that's how a lot. Well, that's how a lot of conservatives feel with the left because on Twitter, which the which their template is so crazy is that people follow you. I follow you because I agree with what you um, talk about and I want to know more. I want to find out more and I want to support you. Thank okay. you. You too. All right. All right. There we go. But on Twitter, they're stopping me from seeing you mm-hmm. because I agree with you, but they allow the people that hate you to see what you are doing so they can complain and report you. So three or four weeks later, I'm like, well, where did she go? I haven't seen her. I, I don't know. And then it, it could be like, you might be a, you might be deplatform or you, uh, you might be shadow banned. Now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I used to see her stuff all the time. That That's why I followed her. But the trolls are seeing more of her because it it's a backwards thing. It's like, if you don't want to see something, mute it, mm-hmm. block it, so that you don't see it again. Mm-hmm. But Twitter allows these hate groups to find you and to troll you and to report you or create some type of lies on you. Or bait you into an argument. I, girl, I used to argue um, on Twitter all the time when I first started. I was afraid of Twitter. <laughs> I used to be on Facebook all the time. I used to be on Facebook, and, and I was afraid of Twitter literally because I thought it moved too fast. It, it was just a, it was you know, you, it's like a highway, on ramp to a highway. You got to move, move, move. Okay, okay <laughs> you know, and, and but. Uh, just as soon as I got into it, I said, okay, yeah, it's kind of cool. And then I was able to get my voice out, just like what you're doing right now. Get your voice out. And people were like, you know what? I I, I like what he's saying. Let me follow him. My followers kind of boom, 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 boom. Okay, fine. Then I said something about share. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I said something about share. And... I know it was like a Thursday night. I, I know it was a night because of the way that her fans came back at me. Girl, I thought 
I thought I had downloaded some type of uh, virus because <laughs> because her fans came at me like the Roman Legion army. You know, I was like, wait a minute, where are all these people coming from? And they were hitting bam, 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 bam. I was like, oh, and and this is how and uh, Twitter's kind of changed the way that they do things now, but. Uh, people were buying followers for me in Russian. So I'm seeing Russian names, Russian name followed you, Russian name followed you, Russian name followed you, Russian name followed you. And I was like, they're trying to get me banned Mm. because all these people are following me. And, and, and then somebody's going to say that I'm buying all these followers. So I had, so I had to, I had to uh, lock my account uh, so that those followers kept running into the wall. And then, uh, uh, you know, I was like, I never bother share again. I've never bothered <laughs> share since that day. I haven't. I haven't I'm bothered so her. Sorry, I let her go. Cher, I didn't mean it. Yeah. I, hey, girl, do what you got to do. I ain't bothering you no more. I, I, I never forget that. I never forget that. But, uh, yeah, I don't, fuss, I don't fuss with anybody online anymore. I don't. Because they don't know me, I don't know them, so I don't know whether they're trying to. Uh, because some, for the most part, they work in groups. So if one person starts fussing with you and they get you, then they got another one, another one, and now they now they start reporting you, mm-hmm. and then they get you kicked off or suspended. So I was like, I ain't fine. So I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you have gotten. I'm glad that you're are smart. I try to be. I, I mean, because not a whole lot of people said what you just said about. I said on my show out of time to be in the game, you got to be in the game. Mm-hmm. And you can't go out here acting like the other side and expect that you're going to get away with it. They've been doing it for a long time. They write the rules. It's their platform. Mm-hmm. It's what they do. Mm-hmm. That, and, you know, that's why I signed up for Parlor and Cloud Hub and some other ones. I can express what I want to with the conservative audience, but I can also talk about what I believe in, even if I have to use code words, you know, mm-hmm. I can't use specific words because I get in trouble. So I have to use different type of words in this category just to maintain and stay. I'm surprised. Honestly, between me and you, I'm surprised that I'm still here. I've lost 130 followers, 130,000 followers. I thought so. When I looked at your account when, um, before this, I was like, whoa, he's down a lot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know I saw a different uh-huh. number like just recently. Uh, I was up to like 512,000. Mm-hmm. And, and the crazy thing about that one is between August and between August and January, they they kept me between five hundred eight and five twelve. I couldn't get above a certain thing. But in parlor, I um, I got close to seven hundred thousand, going on seven hundred ten thousand before that was shut down. So just as soon as that goes back up, I was it'll start rolling back up again. But yeah, they. Uh, I don't complain. I don't complain on Twitter anymore. I I acknowledge and I tell people, but I don't complain about it. 
I, you know, I tell people it's theirs. I'm not, I'm not going to cry. It's theirs. They created it. They got the rules. It's theirs. I didn't create anything. I'm just using it. At least I know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so interesting. So, um, back when I first started in the industry and started like my social media accounts or whatever, Mm -hmm. I was just, I just had the mindset of like, growing my account. Like, how can I get the most followers as possible? What do they want to see? What's clickbait? Like all of these things. So Mm -hmm. that meant like posting explicit things and reposting companies. And I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, sure, like, let's just do what everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's totally allowed. Like there are some crazy retweets you can see (laughs) on Twitter, (laughs) not on my profile, but they exist. Like even when I was in the industry, I was like, oh my God, you're posting that. Like, I know it's on the internet, but this is like it's different um and that's totally rewarded with growth and engagement and all of these things and then once Mm -hmm. I started I guess like redefining what I thought was okay for myself like not for anyone Mm -hmm. else like you can do what you want I'm not like judging these other performers but for myself I believe firmly in paywall so I don't want to say that and then not do it so I cleaned up my entire Twitter Twitter account got rid of everything explicit even now when I like promote my other work like it's like in a very like tasteful fashion like it's like a TikTok video or something right like it's nothing crossing a line in my mind And I do that. And then I start sharing more of like myself, like my mind, my thoughts, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. like my real life. And then all of a sudden, that's when I get shadow banned. And I'm like, there's this other stuff that could questionably be more harmful for the community, right, on social media than just me tweeting an opinion or whatever it is or following certain accounts. Cause I think that also plays into it. It's like who you follow. They start like looking at you. Yeah. 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 Um, and then all of a sudden, yeah, like my numbers, like I couldn't get over like 380 for a really long time. And I would like lose people as fast as I got them. And then I would yep. like, you yep. disappeared for a while. Um, like Gad disappeared for a while recently. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I follow them. So how am I not yep. seeing them? Um, and I just think it's so interesting, like what we're deciding to reward and not reward. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I'm serious. I, it's it's like I follow to know more, to watch more, to listen more, and to learn more. And then you're going to stop me from doing it mm-hmm. because you're trying to break my will and you want me to leave. Mm-hmm. Or um, you don't want people to know, or you don't want people to learn about what I have to say, or what I've been through, and where I am right now. How I can, well, not completed my arc, but how I'm working on where I am, which could help somebody else. But you can damn sure promote these trolls out here. You can put put uh, you can put a shining spotlight on these individuals, these hateful individuals. But for somebody else that has another that that other side of the coin informational uh, bent, you don't want nobody to hear that. And you know that that just sucks. That that just sucks. Period. How social media is right now and. They're trying to squeeze us. They're try- they are trying to squeeze every bit of life that's 
well, I don't know about life, but they're, they're trying to squeeze every bit of information that we have so that they can only think one way with blinders on, you know. Um, they just want a one... They just want us all on the island. They just want us all <laughs> on the island just listening to what they have to say because they believe that they are the king ruler of information and they, I don't know. I don't know whether they're trying to build robots or not. I don't know. Uh, I think too when you're when you're I guess punishing for lack of better words like anyone that strays from like the ideological herd as well. Mm-hmm. You're not like giving people room to grow and like really cultivate like who they are because that's when yeah. we like learn the most about ourselves is when we're challenged right. or faced with opposition and we're like it gives you a chance also to humanize the other the other person, right? Like if you have everyone saying like this is bad, this is wrong, and we're gonna strip them away of like their right to like this, you know, virtual town square, if you will, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're making that person less than, right? Like that's yeah. mm-hmm. I feel like that's gonna be a really slippery slope that we're gonna have to deal with too. And you see that now with people saying like anyone who um, voted for Trump has to go on this list. And I was like, well, not yeah. everyone's the same. Like it's a very complex group, just like not everyone that voted for Biden, like is, you know, an Antifa supporter. Like that's also ridiculous, right? We're all humans and You're we're right doing there. the best You're that we totally, can. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, it's almost like everybody, everybody, like I did not go to the Capitol. Right. I didn't either. I was in North Carolina. You were in North Carolina. <laughs> I, I was in Maryland, but we didn't go. Right. You know. Also, we, <laughs> I personally. That wasn't us. I, when, I, when all that was happening, I had mm-hmm. so many people comment. They're like, well, why aren't you commenting on this? So I was like, first yeah. of all, that's not my job. I'm not a right. political comment. I'm just a regular human sharing my, my thoughts on a daily mm-hmm. basis. But it was like, yeah, I think that that was probably not a good look. That was wrong. I'm, could, I don't support violence at all. And I think right. people that have experience with violence would also say it should probably be a last resort. I don't think right. that was that situation. I think we're very far from like a necessary revolution. Um, <laughs> you know, like people are like, it's time. I'm like, it's not time. Cole. No, no, it's right, not. right. You know, and oh man, that really gets me all the time because they talk about that's what they want. But these people won't even sign up for the military. They don't know anything about war. They don't know any, they don't know anything about uh, complication, you know. So when I'm on my show and I'm like, okay, so when they hear that first bullet wheeze by their head, whew. You know, pew! oh, they for real. Okay, um, I'm I'm going home. Hey, I'm going home. I'm out. I'm out. You know, or when those rubber bullets start hitting you. So, I've what what uh, I'm not gonna say it really hurt me, but to hear or to watch so many people online that. I have seen that our Trump supporters try to say that most of that, most of those people are Antifa. I covered it, Candace. I covered it. I was using C-SPAN's cameras and we covered it. And we saw Trump supporters walking through, like it was a regular old day. (laughs) 
taking photos. Hey, dude, <laughs> look at the photo. Get a, get a picture of. Come on, you know. It's like they thought that they were on a tour thing, walking through there. Also, you know? what's the end point of that? What's your end point? Your end game? But but they're saying that it was Antifa that was doing all the damage and stuff. The girl that was killed, the U.S. Air Force person, mm-hmm. she was an Antifa. She was um, a, a MAGA supporter. And I believe I, I don't agree with her being shot. But I watched what she was doing. Mm-hmm. She was going through the window. She was going through the window. And the, whoever it was, they could have shot at the wall. They could have shot at the ground. They could have shot at the... They could have shot around her. They they could have let her know. You come any farther, I'm going to shoot. Mm-hmm. They didn't. But I saw I was saying that everybody that was doing all that stuff was Antifa. That was an Air mm-hmm. Force person. And a whole lot of those people were Trump supporters. They were Trump supporters going in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I just had to I just had to break myself away from that. And uh, I said what I needed to, and that's it, man. It, it, these people, like you said, it's right, it's left. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many of us are left in the middle, but you got a far right, you got a far left. The far right don't like to hear that they're far right, but they are far right. They are f- very far right. You say that you don't believe something that they that they are for, they will kick you off. Well, you ain't conservative man, or mm-hmm. you're not a Christian. Or mm-hmm. wait a minute, you you can't kick. Who are you to kick me off of the conservative platform? Because I don't think that you are doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, or sometimes I get, what's wrong with you? What happened to you? Because <laughs> there <laughs> must be something wrong if you're not exactly. It's a me, prototype. right? Mm-hmm. Right. What's wrong with you? Or or Candace, they'll, they'll be like, I thought you were better than this. Better than what? I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? <laughs> I thought you were better than this. Right? <laughs> or, Candace, then you got, I'm unfollowing you. You don't have to announce it. Just do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. As a matter of fact, let me help you. Block. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I'm like, the, they, I don't know whether they feel that they're that so much important or what, but this isn't the cons- this isn't the conservatism that I saw back in 2007. The conservatism that I thought that I saw in 2007 that drew me. I was like, that's what I want. The the stuff that is today, I say it to you, and I say it to anybody I'm anywhere. They are they have they have mimicked the left because they don't know how to fight the left and win the argument of logic and common sense. We say that we're the party of logic and common sense, but people on the right don't understand culture. Yeah, I agree with that. They haven't put anything into understanding culture, so they make fun of it and they uh, demonize it. And now what they do, they try to imitate it. So like when Kanye came on the scene, 
They were like, yeah, we got Kanye on our side. I'm like, y'all don't understand. Kanye's not doing this for this. Kanye got some records coming out. He got some shoes that clothes that he wants to sell. <laughs> um, when um, 50 Cent, when 50 Cent came out, mm-hmm. we got 50 Cent on our side. And then I was like, uh-uh. Went, uh, hold on. And then what, two, three days later, mm-hmm. I ain't voting for that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of like um they like I said, they try to mimic and use whatever uh influence that they can to show, see, we are right, but you're not because mm-hmm. you don't know really how to play the game. You know how to imp well, you really don't know how to imitate them either, but you imitate them to the point where people are like, but well, why should I even join you? You're copying them. So what makes you better than them? Mm-hmm. You know? That's that's what I see from my side. And, you know, that's why I get, what happened to you? I thought that you were, yeah, I'm, I'm still conservative up here. You know, I, I still think logic and common sense here. I don't have to be famous. I don't have to be on the wall. Uh, when I went to the White House, I was shocked because I didn't want to be on TV. <laughs> Between me and you, I did not want to be on TV. <laughs> because there are some things that I don't agree with President Trump on. Uh, but I've interviewed him five times. He's a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Cool dude. But, there's, but I know the left. And I know what you see what they're trying to do. You know, it, the FBI is going and they found a friend of mine who put out a meme in 2016. The FBI showed up at his door two mornings ago and arrested him. What was the meme? The meme was, and I think it was a joke, but the meme was, don't vote for Hillary. Uh, these are the days that you are supposed to vote so show up on these days instead of these days. I think it was a joke. I don't know if it was a joke or not. But that was back in 2016. It's two girls, 2021. So is that I feel like I briefly saw that. I've been like trying to be very mindful of the content that I'm watching because I just mm-hmm. I get so easily like angry right now. So I just try <laughs> I'm trying to like be like, what can we control? <laughs> Does it really affect you? What's real? And I try to like take that out of yeah. the equation. So I'm trying to be more mindful. But I saw something with um something like um like phone calls to, or texting to vote. Is that the same thing as the meme situation? Are they unrelated? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was that was also included in there too. The um the t- yeah um, the texting to vote to get some more information and stuff. But I still think it was. I don't think we're ser- I don't think we're super serious though. I think the problem with that again, I don't really know a lot about it. But if they're right. trying to say is, I guess, is the issue that they're trying to say that there was just fraud with with that election in particular. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah. if we keep doing this, if we keep saying like the our elections are so unsecure and fragile mm-hmm. that one person can you know create a meme and undo democracy or that one political party can have so much power that they 
um, you know, they they steal the election. Both parties are saying this, right? Like everyone said Trump didn't win. Now, now yep. the other side yep. saying Biden didn't win. Like yep. at the end of the day, the American people are suffering because now we feel like we actually, you, you know, there don't you have a safe um, democracy. So like both parties just have to stop. Like at some point, yep. everyone's got to be like, enough is enough. You guys are pandering both sides. And yep. there's a bunch of us in the middle and we're just yep. voting on who we think doesn't suck the most. And like, you know what I mean? Like very rarely, I think, do people get really excited about a candidate? We're like, okay, well, we got this guy or we got this guy or we got this lady yep. or we got this. Like, I actually, surprisingly, I really like Tulsi Gabbard. Right. I do too. I think I, she's I mean, honestly, wonderful. I do too. Yeah, boy. Yeah. She's so yeah. smart. She served yeah. in the military. She's yep. grounded. She's fierce. Like she's like a lot of things that you would say she should kind of be in charge of a country. I can see it. Like she's respectful. Yep. Like all the things that you would want, right? Poise, all these mm -hmm. things. Obviously, mm -hmm. I'm a fan. But everyone would be like, oh, you're MAGA. You're I'm like, I'm not. Like I'm I I don't tie myself to my thoughts. I know that they can change. I know my beliefs can change. Like, this is what I see the situation in this moment, and I'm not mm -hmm. tied to it. Mm -hmm. And people, like, make you defined by these by these decisions. And it's like, at some point, we need everyone to kind of come in the middle and say, everyone is treating us like garbage right now, right. and we need to say right. enough is enough. Like, turn off the news that are, you know, lying to you. Mm -hmm. Stop supporting these political candidates that are just yep. creating divisiveness and say, like, what matters at the end of the day is the American people, right? Not the thing. people at the top. That's the thing. That's mm -hmm. the thing. And that's why that's why I that's why I tell people I was like, um, I question some of the young conservatives out there right now that are trying to run for Congress and run for the Senate. Mm -hmm. I'm like. Maybe you should try uh, city council first. Maybe you should try on the ground. Um, uh, some of these state and local seats. Because if you really want change, you have to plant roots to grow. Um, well, and the roots have to get stronger before it sprouts and grows into something that is sturdy and strong. You can't start up at the top because yeah, you want to be a Senator. Yeah. You want to be a house representative, but those people don't do anything on a state level. They really don't. Mm. They can't tell you what to do in your neighborhood around your house in your backyard. That's a state and local thing. Um, but so many want the limelight. So many people want to be praised and, you know, they want to get up there and make a fool out of themselves, really. But I caution the young conservatives out there to get elected on the local, local and city. I know the jobs aren't sexy. I know they aren't. Who wants to be a yeah, councilman for the 14th district? Yeah, you know, whatever. But once you get down there and, and then you see what's happening on the ground, because I tell you, the people on the left, they got this thing. They got that thing down. So many things are happening in our neighborhoods and communities right now because the left is passing laws 
And we're like, well, how did that happen? Well, you don't even go to your council meetings, monthly council, you know, you aren't there to complain. You aren't there to talk about it. So I try to, but see, but then again, nobody wants to listen. Everybody, they want the praise. Like I said, they want that limelight. They want the spotlight. As for me, I really don't care. I just, I just like, uh, I just like informing and talking to people. I'll go back to 2007 um, or a little bit before 2007. I used to watch C-SPAN a lot. I used to watch C-SPAN and I used to watch people call in um, during certain events and stuff and they used to talk. I couldn't get through. I wanted to get through. I couldn't get through. So I had a whole lot to say. A lot to say. A lot that I've been seeing, but I couldn't get it out. That's what I tell young people today. If you want to get your voice out, get it out. I love what you're doing here because you get to interview a whole lot of different people with different ideas and different ways that they do things and stuff, and you're well-rounded that way. We we I, And I'm, I'm not saying this to blow your head up or anything, but I think we need more people like you because – I can't tell whether you or this or that political you're not. And you know what? It doesn't matter. You get information out. Thank you. And then that allows the people that watch, okay, let me go research this. Let me go research that. If I don't agree with that, then I don't have to accept it. But if I do agree with it, okay, fine. At least you're on the right path in bringing that depth of information so that people can be informed. That's what we need more of. People, more people need to be informed. But then you're also a danger to social media because social media don't want, they don't want you to inform anybody. They want mindless, shiftless bots out there that don't have a clue uh, um, that sit in front of their computers, drinking Yoo-Hoo's and Red Bull, eating Chinese food all the time, not changing any underwear and just, Drifting. you know, yeah, you know, oh yeah, oh, it's two o'clock. Let me get back on. You know, so I've, I've, I've seen so much. No, I appreciate it. I, I definitely got into it when I first, um, I would say maybe the beginning of 2020. I think I fell a little bit into a few traps where I sided too hard, you know, with with the right. And then that mm-hmm. like falsely painted me in like this way that and it's not necessarily my fault or their fault, but it's just like the way that things are right now. It's that if you share certain opinions or retweet certain people that you get put in that bucket. And it's like, well, I'm not all I'm not just those things or I don't agree down the line. Like I do like, again, politically homeless. I can't say it enough. Um, <laughs> I like that. I, you know what? I'm going to start. Take it. I'm going to hashtag the hell out of that. I'm yeah. going to hashtag the hell out of that. Yeah, I like yeah. politically <laughs> homeless. Because I was using free agent, but politically homeless is kind of cool. <laughs> right? Like yeah. I like, like it. It's just I take everything in at an individual level. But um, I think that something that was really cool that recently happened and I think a positive out of the whole GameStop nonsense that mm. is transpiring is we're seeing unity for like the first time since I can remember. We have like AOC and Don 
uh, junior, junior agreeing, right? And I mean, Ted Cruz tried to jump in it, but she said no to that. But <laughs> she was like, not you. But <laughs> I think it's like, wow, this could be such a powerful moment for everyone. This could be such a healing moment for everyone. Like there, something really fishy happened and we need to investigate it. And instead of like highlighting our differences and where um, we disagree, like let's serve the people, let's serve the little guy. So I really mm -hmm. hope that this, what is a really shitty thing for a lot of people that lost a lot of money can actually a lot of good can grow out of it right um i saw you were covering it a little bit like where do you see this going what's happening how did it happen between between me and you i hope it gets bigger and i hope that it wrecks some things and the reason why i say that is because wall street has been wrecking america for a long time the people are walking mm -hmm. and i've watched so many stories about what ha um, what happened with the mortgage, uh, the, the housing situation and different things like that. <clears throat> to watch these rich people, to watch those elites get like choke on a chicken when they saw what happened to GameStop. They were like, yeah, we almost got it. Yeah, it's almost down the hole. Wait a minute. Who's pouring, <laughs> that, who's pouring that water in there? Hey. It's almost filled up. <laughs> what are we going to Hey, we'll put some more water in there. To watch this happen and to watch the groups were like, hold the line, hold the line. <laughs> I was like, you can. There was a show that we did for Censor TV. It's going to be airing tonight. And we were like, this is not the last you're going to see of it. But you can't stop these gamers you can't st that's one thing you can't stop you can't stop the gamers because they'll go here they'll go here they'll go there they will encrypt whatever type of meanings that they have and then they'll come out boom 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 and but there is one thing that we all saw that we probably never thought that we were ever going to see and that was wall street or these uh these apps shut down the ability to buy stock mm -hmm. you're supposed to do that yep and if you can do that then that means that somehow some way you now before i bet you before the end of the year there's going to be some type of investigation to find out if some of these uh, places are ma manipulating those stocks like that because if they can if they can shut you down from buying it then they can do some other stuff on the inside for some of these other companies mm -hmm. so you know but i i don't have i don't have any issue with them as a matter of fact i went and bought some stuff too i went and bought some stuff last night i was kind of pissed off that i was kind of late though oh you bought you were able to buy last night yeah on on um on Robin Hood, I bought really? I bought um I bought dog Dodge the coin. Yeah, I bought that. I bought some I bought, of those too. <laughs> I bought that and then um on Cash App they allowed me to buy AMC. Okay. AMC. I didn't I didn't mess with GameStop because I figured GameStop was that 
you know, that's that, a long way. I'm to not going to get anything out of that. Yeah. But yeah, um, with, um, with AMC, I've been looking at that this morning. So I'm up 55, 55 on that one. Yeah. I, um, what, what stock was it? When all of this started happening, we, we got in on this one cannabis company, um, as an, I don't know. I tweeted it. Um, we put a decent amount of money in it. And soon as that transaction went through, mm. it froze and it was now it was only sell only. And it like, wasn't showing you anything. Oh, and wow. I was like, Holy cow. And then in within seconds, we lost $5,000 like that. Like, oh no. Boom. no, no and I was no. like, well, this is, <laughs> this is kind of scary. And then by the end of the night, we went to like, see what was happening with everything. And it mm. wouldn't even give us access to the account. We couldn't even look at it. Can it see what did you use? Robin Hood? Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. See, see. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I I think it's I think it's something wrong. I think it's up I think something wrong with Robin Hood, man. I do. Uh I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I used them last night for um dot dot coin, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Dot coin. Mm-hmm. I used them last night for that one, but before that I had pulled all my money out of them. I put my money out of them and it took me a while to get it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But yeah, um, I use Cash App now. Yeah. Cash App is kind of good. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll look at that. Yeah. It was, it was really sketchy last night. I was like, I don't like that. Oh, look at you go. Yeah. 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 The so, Dogecoin was, um, was up a good amount this morning. But who knows? Yeah, you're like, we should buy some more of that. But it's down. But but it's down though again too. Is it? You haven't checked yeah. it since breakfast. Yeah, and, and <laughs> <laughs> last this night this is not I'm advice like, anyone either. No, 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 no. Make your no own advice. assessments. Don't get mad at us no if advice. something no doesn't advice. work. <laughs> but it was a trip too, because I was like, um, I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, All right, I'm not gonna look again after this. <laughs> you know, all like, day yesterday, I couldn't stop. <laughs> I couldn't. I was like, my eyes hurt. What's happening? And then I follow Portnoy too. I mean, even people that don't follow him, like, how do you? How did you not see him yesterday? And he was just yeah. going hard. And I'm like, man, I I like his spirit, you know. Yeah. And then yeah. he probably knows some stuff that we don't know. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it all kind of unfolds, but yeah. it's really scary because I don't know if you were looking at the Reddit thread, but um, my husband was reading this one guy and it was like, it almost like brought tears to my eyes. It was like really, really sad. So um, it was at the beginning before, like at the beginning of the squeeze and everyone's like, hold, hold, hold. And he's like, okay, guys. And it's like such a community. Like that's the thing with yeah, like, yeah. these discord channels and these telegram yeah. channels, like, People, I don't think, understand like how much they mean to the people in them, especially right now when we're in such a place where we don't get to see the ones we love or our friends. Like it's it's a very necessary part of being a human, right? Is that connection. Right. So they're they're very, very connected. And he's, you know, listen, he's like, listen, guys, I know you want me to hold, but I I've done really well with this game stock and I, I was able to get my parents out of debt and help them with their mortgage. So I do have to pull a little bit out. Don't get mad. I'm going to hold what I can hold, but thank you guys so much. Like this has changed my life. Like your advice has changed my life. And then 
he leaves the little that he can um, in there and it's like his rent, right? And he leaves what little he can and then Robin Hood freezes the accounts and he's like devastated. This man is just like, I like, that's all I had left. Cause he cleared it again, cleared his parents debt and the whole community is like coming together and trying to like figure out like, what do we do and console this mm-hmm. person? And it's like, these are very real people with real oh, lives yeah. and yeah. they don't have tens of thousands of dollars right. to play around with. Like every, right. every dollar does matter to this person and yeah. we're going to cripple them because some billionaire doesn't like the fact that people are now participating in what they thought was, you know, an elite only game. That doesn't yeah. seem right to me. Yeah. And you, it's really interesting that you do see some people that are defending like these, these big cats and you're like, yeah. Ooh, but yeah. How? Now, now, not only defending them, but they, 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 um, they are really attacking the smaller people mm-hmm. and showing just how s- different or separate or showing how the, so, how the divide is so large between them and us and what they really think about us that they've been hiding for so long. Mm-hmm. You know? So Yeah. I can't remember um, this particular billionaire's name, but he was on, I want to say like CNBC and he's like, I saw that. Oh my gosh. These people just collecting their government checks. Yeah. And boy. They're just yeah. all this bullshit. I'm like, do you think mm-hmm. we want these checks right now? Do you think anyone wants to not be able what? to work or open their business? Like, I'm sorry. I don't care what party you're on. If the government forces you to shut your business down <laughs> You deserve compensation, period. Like, Mm -hmm. like I am not like a crazy, I'm not an AOC fan. I follow everyone big because I think I just want to be informed. And it was like at the, I want to say halfway through all of the shutdowns and she's like said something about sending out these checks um, to people. And she goes, or is that too socialist too? I'm like, I don't, I'm not a pro-socialist. I'm Mm pro-free markets and capitalism. But like, she is right. She's right. You can't do this one thing and not pay people. Like you can't, most people don't have that savings. It's just not, it's not feasible to the reality. You know, I agree. I agree to the point because I have been getting mad with conservatives because they've been spending all that money. However, I've also seen the hurt of many people with this pandemic mm-hmm. and people, these businesses laid off all these people and then uh, the government gives them a certain amount of money. And, but then the government says, okay, we'll give you businesses all this money. You just have to hire all your people back or pay the penalty on not hiring them back. These companies are paying the penalty for not hiring people back. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not hiring people back, and it wasn't supposed to be like that. It wasn't supposed to, you know. And so, even though I want the government to be fiscal, fiscally responsible, and I'm tired of them spending money that they don't have. So all lot of people out here that really need that money. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people out here, families. Maybe I was disconnected to the point I didn't know that there were soup lines out there. Oh yeah, I didn't. I did not know, Candace. I didn't know that people were um, in in these bag lines and what and uh, because 
What do you think about these masks? The masks. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so ever again. A reputation I have is that I'm like an anti-masker. I'm not an anti-masker. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm. I'm personal responsibility. Like, so my husband's like very, like he's like that devil's advocate personality. So whatever Mm -hmm. I like think or feel like he goes left of that. And then he like challenges me and he's like, so what if he's like, what if there's, this is the Spanish flu though. And it's wiping out half the population. Then what, how do you feel about masks? Um, cause I get frustrated cause here in North Carolina, you just have to wear it to your table and you get to your table and you take it off. And I'm like, take it but, off. but this, right. but that's not doing anything for anyone. Right. As long if there's here, you know what I mean? It's airborne. Right. So right. that's my issue is just like, there's no, there's no science behind the decision-making, at least in where I live. There's not. Okay. So okay. He, he's like, so what if it's the Spanish flu and it's taking out half of the population? Then, then how do you feel about masks? And I was like, I think I still have my stance that it's personal responsibility. That if I felt that there was a 50-50 shot that I was going to die if I went out to eat, I'm not, even if people are wearing hazmat suits, I'm probably not going out to eat. Like that's my choice. I'm going to stay at home. I'm going to wash my my food really well, you know what I mean? To make sure that that's all sanitized and I'm going to be cooking and I'm going to be isolating and mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be taking like, I'll be wearing a hazmat suit by choice because I'm scared for my health, right? right? So I would take personal precautions to protect myself. I don't think that you owe me anything. I don't think that you owe me my health or my safety. I think it's wonderful Mm -hmm. if you care. I think that's great. And I think we Mm -hmm. should all um, be, have like that sense of community, right? But I don't think that you're obligated to it. So I have a problem with, just making it a mandate. And I truly believe that if you were to just suggest it, like, you know, this is the limited science that we have, right? And it's suggesting, because again, it's so new, like we can't say definitively one way or another. It's suggested that it could help and it could save someone's life, right? And we trust you to be a good Um, part of the community and to care about your other people to do the right thing. I honestly think you would have more people complying that way if you treated everyone like an adult with the right and right to make their own decision and trusting them that they are caring people and they're smart people and they're going to do the right thing. I think you'd have more people complying, but because you're treating people like children and because you're going back and forth on what the science says, because we had the science say one thing and then we had the science say another thing. And then sometimes you have the who that's contradicting the CDC. And then you have the local governments that are um, not abiding by either the who or the CDC, right? The CDC said open schools a long time ago. So when you see so much nonsense, it's hard not to get frustrated. And then you end up getting that, well, I'm not going to do it because you told me to. Right. And that's not good either. (laughs) You know, you have to be able to recognize when you're, it's just your ego and you are being, um, combative, but that's just psychology. So again, like I think that like if I were to be around my grandmother and she didn't have the shot, I would probably wear a mask, right? Just because okay. I love her and I don't, if there's even a 1% chance that it helps, then I'm I'm going to do that. But I don't right. like that we are telling people that they have to do it and that businesses that they have to do it. Right. Um, so that's a long-winded explanation no, 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 of my no, mask no, stance. Because, because um, I think the reason why is uh, we got 
nobody in this household has gotten it. Same. Has gotten COVID. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, we practice whatever we practice. But I'm not mad at those that don't wear it. Mm-hmm. But I get some on the conservative side telling me, take your mask off. <laughs> it's in the car. Um, yeah, take your mask off. We can take take my mask off. You know, I I got a family back home. I don't know. I don't know where some of you. Uh, well, masks don't work. Okay, all right. When I hear when I hear people say masks don't work, and I look at how they wear them, <laughs> they got them down here, got them over here, they got it on top of the head. They're not really wearing it right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you don't want to wear it, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. But don't be mad because I'm wearing it. Right. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. Because I want people around me, like like my mom is 95. Right. And uh, I don't, I would, I wouldn't show up in front of her without my mask, just like you said. Mm-hmm. But also my next door neighbor or the people that deliver groceries and stuff. And I, the reason why I asked you that is because I really haven't really gone anywhere. I mean, I've, I've been on two trips for, uh, for like uh, election stuff. I've been on two trips, but I really haven't gone above and beyond anywhere. I really don't go to a supermarket anymore because I use Instacart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I really don't, you know, we order food and stuff like that. No, I, whatever. But I just want to see where you were on it because as for me, I believe just like you did, it's personal responsibility. Whether like all of us are in here together, we don't wear a mask and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. When when we go out to the store, if the store requires it, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. If the store requires it, I've just been seeing too many people on our side. They're trying to take away our freedom, and but it's the store policy. No, they're just trying to take it away. But it's the store policy. No, no. It's like if you don't want to go to the store, don't go to the store. Just find another store. You don't have to go to that store. Mm-hmm. Instead of just standing there and arguing and stuff, I mean, it it doesn't help the situation, or at least no. Yeah, and I think forcing the businesses to can be an issue because there's certain business models like it doesn't work for, right? So, like, right. if you want to take, I mean, this is it's again, it's going to sound stupid to some people, but for these people that own the businesses, it, it's their livelihood, and you don't know their their house could be on the line for this business. So, if mm-hmm. you're talking about like a spa, right? Like you can't get a facial with a mask on, doesn't work. Mm. And so are you saying that that person's business doesn't matter because it's like non-essential? It's essential to that person. So again, I think it just, it's just whatever you want to do. Like if you as a business owner want to take the precautions, by all means do it and I'll respect your business policies. And Mm. if you as an individual want to go out with those new space helmets, you do you, right? That's awesome. I'm like happy for you. I'm happy that you feel safe. But if you have someone, and I've seen these videos, and I'm sure like some people are tweeting them just to get a rise out of people, but you do see some people that um, 
might have some mental disorders or um, impairments or some physical impairments and they just cannot wear the mask, right? Like children, um, especially like certain people, like masks are just not going to happen. And we need to also, I guess, accommodate them, right? So it comes to protecting yourself. Like I saw a little girl that was getting kicked out of and she was, um, I don't know what, what she had, but um, it seemed like her motor skills were a little bit impaired, and then she was also in a wheelchair, um, and she couldn't wear a mask because she was on an oxygen tank and all of these things. And I think like there was like some level of anxiety, and they kicked this little girl out of out of the theater. And I'm like, well, this is probably one of the saddest things I've seen because she probably doesn't have a lot to look forward to, right? Like she's got, clearly has like some struggles that she's she's working with and the movie theaters is probably like a highlight of her week. And they're so massive, like we could social distance, like there's all these other things we can do and now we're making a spectacle out of this little girl because we have so much fear instilled into us. And by all means, you can wear your glasses and your double masks and you can, again, socially distance. Like there's, uh, there's other right, things. Right, right. Um, and I just feel like we're, again, there's just so much divisiveness because it's like mask, anti-masker or um, like triple ply, right? Like that's all, <laughs> that's all we see. And I'm like, we're all humans at the end of the day. We have individual needs and we need to respect each other. And I don't know, like just see more, it's like see deeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I mean, there, there has to be a reckoning sooner or later because we both agree that the American, I, that, uh, we care more for the American people than we do the politicians, whatnot. But the American people, if all the American people care for the American people, mm-hmm. then things would be a whole lot different. And you, nobody out there can't tell me that we can't reach that point because we've we reached a point when we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. as a nation mm-hmm. and it shouldn't take that but we do reach that point where we're all a caring people when this nation gets in trouble 9-11 uh, and Hurricane Katrina different things like that so it's not that we can't you know it's just that media politicians the people at the top who get a lot of money for keeping us divided. Well, that's why that's why they keep us divided because they get paid a lot of money to do it. Um, I just wish that so many Americans would understand that. Number one, we outnumber the politicians, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so we have more. So we literally have more power than the politicians. Now, I'm not saying we need to go and choke choke them out or anything, but I'm saying. You know, so many, so many people say, well, we need term limits. <sighs> you do have term limits. They call it elections. Vote the people out. Just vote them out. They don't, they don't have to be in office for 50, 60 years. Nobody was supposed to be in office. No, it, um, um, D.C. lawmaker, uh, what, uh, that position was not ever supposed to be a lifetime position. Mm-hmm. The only lifetime position that, uh, that the, that they made was Supreme Court. You're not supposed to be in the Congress for 55 years. You're not supposed to be in the Senate for 65 years because you can't tell anybody, you can't be in there at 72 years old and say, well, I know some new stuff we could try. No, no. You've tried it all. 
you've you've been there. You haven't done anything. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, I don't mind two terms, go home. And I don't think that they should be paid. (laughs) I really don't. You want to get paid and then go back home to your state and do something. I don't think they should be paid at the top because they can increase their wages in Congress, but they can't shut down or stop social media from uh, from putting limits on um, conservative speak. You know, they wrote the law. They wrote Section 230 to protect social media platforms. Congress did. Mm. Congress wrote Section 230. Check it out. 230 so that they could not be sued for stuff that was on their platform. Yet, these platforms are using 230 to silence us. But we can't sue them because they're protected. Is that similar to like a utility 230? So like if you um, like have a phone line, then that company is not responsible for what is like said or yeah. it's like, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. But yet it's not a utility. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's what, you know, some people look at it like that. Look at these. Well, what are you? Are you a utility? Are you a publisher or what? What? I mean, but then again, if Congress signed it, Congress can get rid of it. Three times in the last month and a half, two months, uh, Zuckerberg, Jack from Twitter, person from Google has been up there to Congress. Mm-hmm. Nothing come from it. But they, they don't know what's happening. Right. They don't know what's going on. Mm-mm. But then we keep losing followers. Mm-hmm. Why? Because these platforms have that much power behind them. You can't take them down. You can't remove them. Can't do this. Can't do that. So. Do you think a political candidate could ever win that wasn't um, that didn't like fully belong to either party and that didn't spend their campaigning time focusing on how bad the opposition was and rather just said what they thought they could do and you know their dream for <laughs> for the people? Do you think that we're so far away from that because of the bureaucracy and how like the wheeling and dealing is happening behind the scenes. Like, is that impossible for someone to go in almost like a white knight? Like, is it. Can't happen anymore. Can't happen anymore. What they did to Trump. Trump, Trump went in. Trump really wasn't a Democrat or a Republican. Mm hmm. And he went in not owing anybody anything. And Washington don't play that. That's why, if you look at all the stuff that he did, economic-wise, foreign policy-wise, social-wise. Mm-hmm. Now, let's move that, that, that um, his tweets out of the way and just look at his policies. Okay. Things got better until the pandemic. Things got better. Mm-hmm. The left were like, "We don't care. Mm-hmm. We don't care that there were more jobs. We don't care people were making more money. We don't care about the Trump tax cuts that were putting 
money back into it. We don't care. Mm-hmm. We don't want him in. Mm-hmm. It was just too personal at that point. It was personal. Mm-hmm. And your question about somebody coming up, don't have allegiance to anybody, carefree, you know, I'm going to change this. I'm going to change that. I'm going to do it for y'all. Not no more. Because both sides took down Trump. With the help of the media, both sides took down Trump. So with, um, I don't, I'm not like super familiar with it, but I want to say it was Brett Weinstein with the Unity, um, Unity Party. I want to say it was Brett Weinstein. And so he was kind of like campaigning for a a third party and one that wasn't um, like so easily defined by like ideologies, just like, you know, the best person wins kind of a thing. And then he got Mm -hmm. de-platformed from, I think it was Facebook for it. And he's like, you know, he's not conservative. He's not um, like liberal. I guess if, if you were to put him somewhere, he might actually be like, you know, a little left of center. And he got deplatformed for even suggesting a third party. <laughs> um, meanwhile, we have, you know, birth- the birthday party now that I guess maybe still exists. I'm not really sure. But um, do you see that maybe as a possible solution? Is like creating a third party if enough money goes behind it? No. There's just too many on either either end that are already like infested. You know what, Candace? There, there are already four parties right now. Okay. They're already for You got your Democrat party, you got your Republican party. Mm-hmm. Then you got your Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. And then you got the AOC socialist side. Okay. But I feel like that's also problematic because <laughs> like there's still like in the And libertarians. I know, but that's like Come on. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you were to put me somewhere, I agree with a lot of it, but like they don't have a chance. Like there's yeah, no, there's yeah. no chance. Yeah. Like poor, you know, Jorgensen. Like well, yeah. you know, yeah. When I saw, when I saw that name on the on the ballot, I'm like, who the hell is this? <laughs> I was like, this has got to be a joke. Okay, whatever. Oh man, I had um, John McAfee on like a few months back and he's like a firm belief, like he doesn't vote. He thinks the whole thing is like nonsense and like it's just kind of um, like smoke and mirrors and really like the people Mm -hmm. that are making the decisions and affecting everyone's lives, like we don't know who they are and Mm -hmm. they're not voted in. And part of me was like a little bit relieved with that because it's like all of these scare tactics don't really mean anything at the end of the day. Right. And then when he brought up the point, he's like, well, when has the president like really changed your life? And for me, I was like, I actually can't name that. Um, so yeah, there was like a little bit of reassurance in that and like, kind of like a sense of like, okay, like it's not going to be the end of the world if this person's in or if this person's in. And I think we could all take a little bit away from that and be like, you know what? I'm in control of my life and my happiness. And, Mm -hmm. It's not healthy to be on Twitter for 20 hours a day. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, no. But, you know, I, I mean, I was saying, even though some might, even though some might not have agreed with me, if Biden would, 
if Biden had Biden won, but I'm saying back then, if Biden would have won, I was like, we'll just go with the flow again. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, politics is so hi- hypocritical that both sides steal from each other and then they say the same thing about each other every four years or every eight years. It's the same thing. Well, Barack Obama was the worst president ever. Okay, all right. So now it's Donald Trump is the worst president ever. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. It's, I mean, it's a never-ending thing. I I had a friend that left politics one time. (laughs) He was like, it's never going to fix itself. It's never going to, you're never going to have unity. You can't, you can't have unity in politics. Why is that? Because both sides think that they're right. You know what I always think about? Did you ever watch Game of Thrones? Did you get yeah. into that? Okay, so you know, um, it's the it's season eight when Tyrion's in like locked up in prison, and John goes to visit him, okay. and he's kind of explaining Daenerys's mindset, and he's like, "Wouldn't you, if you thought that you were the." almost like this beacon of light and that you, you were goodness. You were going to break the wheel. Like you were going to make life better for everyone. Wouldn't you burn down everything that got in your way of, um, of that heaven essentially. And it's like, that can be applied to pretty much everyone in power. It's like, everyone thinks that they see something everyone else is missing. And Mm -hmm. they, I think, I think most of them are, or some of them are well-intentioned, but it's Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. there's this thing that happens when you're voted in and then you stay in office for such a long time. It almost gets like your ideas get cemented in and then you feel like this sense of duty and obligation to the people that voted you in. So it just gets further and further instilled and you're less likely to hear someone else out. And we all think this. So if we all can just admit we have an inkling of, you know, whether we're good or bad or we're doing the right thing or the wrong thing, but you always have to be open to the idea that you might be wrong. And so long as you're open to the idea that you might be wrong, then you now have open communication and you are serving the people that voted for you because you're not so invested in your ideas. So that's the thing. Just what you said. If everybody was open mm -hmm. and that's the problem. That is the problem. That's a sickness is that everybody can't be open up here. Do you think part of it is maybe because a certain personality type is drawn to like leadership in that sense or uh, to politics? Drawn to politics? Yeah, like a certain personality. Like maybe you score a high on like a narcissist test, like a lot higher than everyone else. And you're like, I, I can... Right, fix right, right. problems and yeah. me, 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 me. Yeah. And like, that's why we have so much tension up there is because we have just a bunch of the same Narcy- personality yeah. types. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, because you can't get uh, any, you can't get any common sense solutions to those people because like you said, they all know better. Mm-hmm. They all know better. No, because, like I said earlier, they've never been in our shoes, but because they have reached the pinnacle or they have the golden spoon, they know what's better. 
mm-hmm. because they have that. But yeah, you can raise somebody and put them in be- in in that position, like the Eddie Murphy movie um, Train Places. You can put somebody in that position, but they're not going to stay in that position because they didn't grow up like that person that has a spoon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that it's. I we all want politics to be better. We all want Congress to be better. We all want our government to be better. But I don't know if Pandora's box is going to allow that. Mm. The box has been open. It's been open for a long time. And we don't have anybody to shut it. And then if it does shut, can everything roll back to what it used to be? Not, um, history says no, because once you have a knowledge of a certain thing, you can try to get back, but you'll never be back. Mm-hmm. You know, you can try to create that atmosphere of what it was, but with the knowledge of what you already have learned, it'll never be the same. Of So you got to keep adapting. You got to keep adapting and you got to keep on trying to win people, but going back to what we um, started off the conversation with, if you try to win people, don't try to force what you know. Mm-hmm. Um, let people see how you live. Let people see it, how you speak. Let people see how you think. And then they'll be running to you. How can, how can I get to the place of where you are? Because you seem like you have it all together. And then you'd be like, well, I don't have it all together, but I tell you what, this is what I believe. And, you know, if you want to sit some time and we can talk, you know, yeah, yeah, because I need to, I need to change some things in my life. Okay, well, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to have, I have to have hope that it'll at some point like regulate and improve. And I think what got me to that point, because I used to be a little bit more cynical and be like, oh my gosh, like, you know, the country as we know it's going to implode and nothing's going to be the same is if you do look back at at human history like we've been making small incremental improvements right like mm-hmm. we're doing mm-hmm. a little bit better true. every century so no no it is true yeah it is true. so i just hope that you know we stay on on course for that and just do like our small improvements every day and then 2020 will be a long much forgotten terrible year <laughs> i know i know we're starting out 2021 like that too. i know great off to a yeah. great start folks i i was like wait a minute who died who died again mm-hmm. what Did not again oh man did you see those memes going around and like everyone was like so excited for 2021 they're like no it's 20 it's 2020 that just turned 2021 or that just turned 21 and can now drink <laughs> like buckle up I'm like, oh, I hope that's not true. <laughs> I hope it's not true. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Well, I know you are a super busy man, so I don't want to take um, too much of your yeah. time. Girl, girl, we got to do it again. Seriously, I think, this was amazing. Yeah, I think, um, again, I I like I like what you're doing, and I like how you're doing it. And, um, you know, just just – even if you aren't in the middle, even if you are right leaning, but you don't have to let anybody know 
that which brings everybody to your table. And then when everybody comes to your table, you can, you can, man, you can be a beacon of information because I'm telling you, I was, I didn't watch all, um, a couple of your interviews all the way through, but I watched the subject matter of a couple of those interviews. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. I mean, she's, she's, she's getting the information out and she wants to learn. And I know she's learning from talking to these, from talking to everybody mm -hmm. because everybody has a certain different way of speaking and, and, and how they come to the point. So, you are growing. I know you're growing like this. So, I mean, I applaud, again, I applaud what you're doing. And let me know when, I'm, I, I'm sorry it took so long, but no. I knew, I knew that there was going to be a whole lot going on. <laughs> and I was like, you know, there's going to be a whole lot to talk about. And e even though we didn't really get into that stuff, we can get into that stuff next time. But, mm -hmm. uh, I was like, yeah, we're going to have a whole lot to talk about. But I'm glad that we were able to talk about it. I am too. I seriously appreciate it because I know you have, you know, your own company and your own podcast and your own everything. Um, so do you want to tell the listeners like how they can follow you and how they can oh, yeah, support yeah, you projects? You. Plug away. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Well, um, Can Candace is cool. Candace is, uh, uh, Candace is going to be a bright shining star and uh, I do want everybody to follow her and to support her in any way you can. You can find me at waynedupree.com um, I'm trying to change a couple of the ways that we do our stories these days because things have changed a little bit so but waynedupree.com you can always find my podcast at uh, the Wayne Dupree podcast on Apple or Android store. Um, we broadcast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, between 12 and one live shows. Um, but you know, you can become a Patreon member, patreon.com forward slash WD show. And if you want to learn more about me, just institute Google face me, just type in Wayne Dupree show. And you believe me, my picture's everywhere. You Check it out. So, can't miss yeah. it. Can't miss it. Can't miss it. Awesome. Well, yeah, I look forward to having you back and thank you so much. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. You can also share this podcast with a friend. It helps my podcast grow and I really appreciate it. I hope to see you next week.